and welcome 4040 Radio, Nick Andrews, your host, coming to you again at the close of 2023, sitting here um, to paint you a picture back in Bushy in a warm room glowing with the light and crackling of a fire in Andy Barker's home. Andy Barker is my co-captain, co-founded this great brand with me. Andy, good to see you. How are you? Very well, thank you, Nick. Slightly drier than we were maybe half an hour ago. I just played uh, one set and absolutely, absolutely pissed it down. And I lost again. But it was a good game, really good game. But yeah, very happy now we're by the fire um, and not in the freezing cold. Yeah, as I always say, just playing is a win. Excellent, love to see it. And we just wanted to come in with another quick podcast to close out the year. I think we've really enjoyed making these and we've really loved everything we've done with 4040 so far. Um, There's a lot of learning going on. And just a moment to stop and think about what's going to happen next. So to set the scene, Andy and I started this about six months ago. We first started talking about it in the summer and the idea was born from feeling like we really love tennis and we love to play and hang out after. However, we didn't really have cool clothes that felt nice, that felt good quality. And we didn't think that there were a lot of brands out there that kind of spoke to a wider audience. When you look at Nike, Adidas, all of these brands, which are huge and massive for the right reasons, they're kind of really focused at a, a specific type of person. And I suppose we just wanted something inclusive that can be, you know, bringing the joy of tennis into more of your life. Would you agree? Anything else? Uh, yeah, for sure. I think as well, you know, we you know, have seen the rise of tennis and uh, different types of tennis now. You know, you've got touch tennis, you've got pickleball, you've got paddleball. So I think more people are playing different versions of the game. But I think one thing we've all thought is that fashion has always been lagging behind um, the sport and also the people that play it. Um, so we just want more choice, more availability, but also better kind of quality of garments as well. And I think we've seen it in different sports like golf and cricket. There is more range and also more of a lifestyle touch to the brand rather than just performance. Um, so there's a real gap there that we're trying to fill. Yeah, for sure. And on the gap, thinking about next year, Andy, you are the designer behind the brand. We bring different skills to the table. You are very much the visionary who brings it to life visually. I think maybe time to start thinking now, where do you want to take it next year? Or maybe taking stock, what have we done? What have you done so far that you kind of think is a good foundation? And where do you want to go with it in terms of the look and feel of 4040? Uh, So I think in terms of what we've done this year, we've got the name. Uh, The name comes from a place obviously connected with tennis, but it comes from a place that everyone's equal. We don't always need to be Djokovic's and Federer's on the court. We can play... Um, if we can just hit a rally, um, we can play, um, not be too serious or we can be serious. You know, there's a kind of uh, different edges to the game. Uh, we want to make sure that our brand is very unisex. So it can be worn by anyone. The aim of it uh, will be to kind of make two ranges, make a men's range, then a female range a little bit later on um, and try and get into the performance aspect of it. Um, so I think, yeah, what we've got is the real foundations of the brand. And we're trying to build that community by our hitting clubs and be that community first brand. If you think about the brands like kind of Rafa, they built communities first for the cycling world and, uh, and you know, made sure it was all about getting people involved in the sport and yet built those foundations and then kind of built the branding on top of it uh, for the fashion line. So I think we're trying to um, emulate that um, a little bit. Um, and I think if we're half of Rafa in 10 years time, then we'll be doing very well. And we're really starting to now think about what designs can go on these garments. So we've been uh, thinking about, you know, what is the look and feel of this stuff over the next uh, two or three uh, collection drops. And yeah, trying to work with suppliers to get the right uh, fit 
uh, the right quality, but also the right price point as well. Something I'm enjoying doing is thinking about August forecasting these drops. You know, we're only two people. We don't have a lot of resource behind us. So we're having to think quite strategically about what we can put out. And I think we want to find items and products that are going to be really valuable to people that help with that idea of bringing their tennis identity into all of the sort of aligned parts of their lifestyle. Today, going for a hit is just as much about the coffee after, or it's just as much about living in the Gold Coast where I grew up. Tennis and the beach were essential. Dad and I would play for a few hours in insane heat, walk down to the beach, have a swim, towel off. So I'm thinking about beach towels. I'm thinking about coffee cups, just as much as I'm thinking about crew necks and hoodies and shorts that people will want to play in. So I think that the next year ahead is about these really great items that people can feel very proud to covet and, and will love and see themselves in and and enjoy the quality and at a price that's kind of reasonable because some brands that I really like in tennis, I just, I think are not affordable. So yeah, I think that's really cool. Uh, so Nick, you have been the real driving force in the podcast. Where do you see it really going this year? Yeah. The idea with the podcast was we were trying to create this brand and trying to create something that people enjoy interacting with, but we didn't have any products yet. And that takes a lot of time, but we were kind of impatient. So I love talking and I love listening and speaking to people and conversation. So it felt quite natural to put a podcast out there that sort of emulated those great conversations we would have after a hit or when we catch up for a drink or whatever, we always get to tennis in conversation. And there's so much tennis culture out there that is not the pro tour. And there are lots of podcasts that talk about the pro tour. And they're, you know, they're for people that want to know what Djokovic is eating this week to win um, in Brisbane in three weeks. But I think there's better stories and there's more stories that touch on kind of I don't know, different parts of our society. Tennis sort of cuts across it all. So my ambition for the podcast was just a nice, comforting voice that you can come to every week and hear from people and hear some tennis stories. And it's hard doing it every week. It takes a lot of time. Um, we obviously both have jobs outside of this, but I really liked it. And I think what's, this, you know, I'm glad you've come on it. It's good to be able to talk to someone I will definitely be taking the mics down to our hitting clubs because I think it's a great way to speak to people and get their vibes. I have lined up some conversations with people outside of our world. So I've talked a bit about the tennis app Spin and we'll be chatting to the founders who made Spin, which is exciting because it's looking at how technology is sort of helping us overcome a problem in tennis, which is about how do I play with someone? And I'm really interested in tennis culture from outside of the UK and outside of Australia. I'm, you know, my wife is Indian. I've spent time in India and I want to hear about tennis culture there. I want to hear about how people are accessing the sport, what's working well. So I'll be trying to talk to people from different regions and just get a feel for what's happening. I want to hear from groundskeepers who upkeep the courts at Wimbledon, you know, so hoping to have lots of those great quick chats um, that people will enjoy. And I just think it's a nice, you know, a nice way for people to take ownership of the brand and bring it into their lives. So we'll try and keep it up weekly. We'll do our best. Uh, so I think you kind of touched on getting people onto the podcast. Um, if you had like a top three in terms of players, maybe past or present, who would be your ideal people on this pod? Yeah, brilliant question. And I'm happy to be asked it. I would want to hear from, I want to talk to Coco, I want to talk to some of the like young people who are absolutely crushing the game, uh, M. Raducanu, Coco Golf, and just I, I would be interested to kind of see how they're relating to the sport because they're very, they're younger and they're coming at it 
from a different place to me where sort of grew up with, you know, Pat Rafter, Leighton Hewitt, Marit Safin, these types of heroes. And I just want to see what youthful eyes <laughs> see when they look at tennis, especially when they're so, so good. So yeah, would love to, would love to meet them. I'd love to meet people who are designing logos in tennis, people who are building the, the softer stuff around the game that we don't really see. So, hey, please be forthcoming if you want to come and have a chat. I'm very friendly, very happy to do it. What are you most excited about, Andy? When you think about 2024, you know, sky's the limit for us within reason. Is there any kind of highlights or goals that you've got? Uh, so I think for me, it's obviously I design as a career, but it's very different designing for a corporate client compared to like your own uh, baby that you want to see grow. So I think just really diving into kind of why I started design in the first place and yeah, using that to mix with a sport that I love. Um, so I think, yeah, just spending more time doing that would be, would be amazing. Um, I think also just playing more. I think last year uh, you moved over. I didn't really play before you moved over. So just I'm trying to play more and kind of join more communities to actually start playing with other people and start thinking about doubles tournaments, things like that. But yeah, definitely just want to hit more and, um, and you know, maybe hit a backhand in. <laughs> like, that could be a goal for 2024. I said sky's the limit, but let's be real. <laughs> Keep it realistic. Um, yeah, agree. If I think about goals, I can air some aspirations I have for 4040. I guess what I want to do. I'd love to see a cafe. We both love coffee. Cafes are, for me, the unsung heroes of tennis, from the Lavazza pop-up at the Australian Open to the terrible cafe by the Highbury Fields courts where we love to play. Um, they are a focal point, and I just love coffee so much, and I think coffee and tennis are best friends. So my I don't know if we'll get there this coming year in 2024, but my dream for us is to do a, a cafe pop-up um, at a court. I would love to do that. I'd love to do a pop-up store. I really love retail and one of the reasons I wanted to have a brand uh, is because I think that we can do something really different and cool in retail and there are amazing examples of retail uh, in tennis but you know I'd love to bring something to the fore and maybe do it overseas even I think maybe getting to New York or to Paris or even back to Melbourne um, would be really cool for us. Don't know if we'll get there. And I guess the final thing is I want to do a trip. I want to do a, a tennis camp. I have very triggering memories of a child of going to tennis camps or getting dropped at tennis camps by my parents and then just getting bullied by the older kids or like losing every game, just having a miserable time. Um, but tennis camp can be so fun. So I'd love to do one for the adults, maybe find a brilliant property around the UK with courts, get out there. You can do some coaching stuff. We can have some tournaments. Um, we can have chefs in, I think a little weekend uh, in maybe, you know, when it's nice weather would be, would be sick. Uh, for sure. I think uh, like yoga um, is massive on that. Um, so why can't tennis be? Um, I think it's a kind of real gap in the market. And um, there's plenty of kind of country houses around, you know, we can uh, definitely hibernate in the Cotswolds for a weekend and just play tennis and get a good group together. So, so yeah, let's get it in. Yeah. Brilliant. Well, an exciting year ahead and hopefully you're hearing this before New Year's Eve. I will be right back in this living room celebrating New Year's Eve with you, Andy. Um, when the clock strikes midnight, who knows what we'll do. I just want to say thanks for coming on the journey so far. We promise to continue uh, improving onwards and upwards for 4040. Just all I ask is that you give us your time. Enjoy. Come on the journey with us and we will all play some great tennis and feel lovely all the time. So happy new year uh, and Merry Christmas in retrospect. And 
Can't wait to see you. Great. Thank you very much, guys. Love you. Bye. (laughs) 